Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 38 of the Mess Hall Podcast. This week's episode is with um, TJ Wary. Had a great interview, had a fun lunch beforehand, went out for some South Indian food. It was so good. We're going to talk about it on the podcast. I'm not going to talk about it anymore because it was just an exciting lunch. Um, some new stuff for me and it was a ton of fun. The interview was really fun. So make sure you give it a listen enjoy if you do like it make sure you give it five stars on itunes and give me a follow on twitter at the mess hall pod and as always the mess hall podcast is a proud member of the alberta podcast network powered by atb financial and this week's podcast shout out is going to back to school again i know i've talked about it before but you know it's a great podcast it's hosted by karen ingram and it's presented by northwest college um she interviews people who have returned to the classroom in midlife and chronicles her own journey as an adult who finds herself back to school. You'll also learn about unique programs at Northwest College that help provide learning opportunities for all. It comes out every two weeks. I've listened to every episode so far. Um, it's one of those podcasts where you finish listening and I like seeing your all-caught-up little note on my podcast screen, so... Um, make sure you give it a listen, subscribe, and to find out more, go to backtoschoolagain.ca and enjoy this week's episode. Suggested going out for Sri Lankan food earlier in the week. I was excited about it. Unfortunately, the place was closed, yeah. but we found another place. Um, you can pronounce all the dishes a lot better than I can. You want to give a little rundown of what we had? Yeah. Um, so I got the kotu paratha, chicken kotu paratha. It's like a, it's a curry, um, and then they take paratha, like uh, flatbread, flaky flatbread, and then they chop it up and they soak it up. It soaks up the curry, kind of, kind of like a, an Indian version of like a um, like a Thanksgiving stuffing, and then we had uh, chicken pepper fry, which is uh, the way they prepared it is kind of like a curry, yeah, a little spicy, and then um, we got uh, uh, a podi dosa, so it's a, a dosa, it's like a, a rice crepe, and then um, the podi is it's a mixture of like uh, ground flour. Um, Crushed up uh, garbanzo beans, made into a powder, and then um, uh, powdered chilies. Yeah, it, I I had a mixed plate and I had like fried plantains, which were really yeah, good. Fried plantains. Um, I think it was, the other dish was a. Uh, it said chef's choice. I think it was more of a, a lamb curry almost. Mm-hmm. It was really good too. I I don't think there was anything bad on the plate. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had a mini roti. Yeah. Some non bread. Yeah. Um, everything was just so good. I liked it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I want to thank you for the suggesting it because it was really awesome. I I really enjoyed finding a new place in my own city and yeah. have somebody to go with is 
it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. Well, thank you for taking me there. It was uh, really nice to be able to get some of that. Yeah, I'm glad you got it while you're in the city. So, do you go to places like that a lot? Is that something you often do? Well, I live in Lafayette, Indiana, and um, we don't have there. We don't have a whole lot of that kind of stuff. But there's a place in Indianapolis, about an hour away. I'll drive down there um, once or twice a week to try to get that stuff. Nice. Uh, is that the type of stuff you usually get, or what do you get when you go out? Um, is if you go to an Indian place, a South Indian place, and they have um, Indo Chinese, so if they have like a fried rice, that's uh, that's very good usually. Yeah. Or Singapore noodles. Um, but biryani is always good at an Indian restaurant, that kind of place, like a dumb biryani or a special chicken biryani. The one by us, um, Chicken 65 or Chili Chicken, is always really good. Yeah. Um, and then doses. Yeah. I, I, I might be going back for doses again tomorrow. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. It was super good. I really liked it. Yeah. It was enjoyable. Yeah. Um, might be going back after that, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. um, it's addictive. Yeah. It'll get you. So you have been eating all over the world. Yeah. Um, so what are some of the best spots that you go to? Like regularly? Eat or that you have been to, I guess. Um, so I always say my favorite restaurant in the world that I've been to is called Salt and Pepper. It's on uh, here, Ontario, and Kennedy, I think, in Mississauga, Ontario. Okay. And it's a Hakka restaurant. Um, Hakka is... Uh, Basically, Chinese immigrants that move to India will open a restaurant. So it's uh, it's Chinese dishes prepared with Indian ingredients, and sometimes it's the other way around. Um, this one is run by Indian people, so it's it's more Indian than Chinese. And sometimes, if they're if they're run by Chinese people, it'll be more Chinese than Indian. They're both delicious, um, but this one in particular is is fantastic. That sounds really good. Yeah. So. Uh, Maybe to go back to the other part of that question, what spots do you look forward to going to around the world just besides that? Or, um, Well, I mean, it depends on where you are. Like, like wherever you are, uh, I mean, I always look at what kind of immigrants they have, and then I, I seek out that kind of food. Okay. Um, my wife and I, for our honeymoon, we went to South Africa and Namibia. And while we were there in Cape Town, they have... Um, Basically, when the British controlled South Africa, they would bring in um, people from India and uh, Malaysia and the Middle East to work. I, I don't even know where they worked, but they brought them in to work. And when they did work, uh, you know, when they did bring them in, they, they all lived in the same neighborhood. Oh. And so in those neighborhoods, their cuisines kind of uh, mixed together. Yeah. And, you know, that's how you get the most delicious food. So um, in, the, in Cape Town, they have a... It's, it's kind of a cuisine called Cape Malay, and it's, it's a mixture of Malaysian and Indian and Middle Eastern. And um, they have a dish there called bunny chow, which is absolutely delicious. It's like um, a picture like a loaf of Wonder Bread, only instead of slicing it, they cut it in the middle and they hollow it out, and then they use that. They, um, to, they make a curry, and they fill the bread, or, you know, fill, the, fill, the, fill the, uh, the open loaf, and then use the rest of the bread to sop up the curry. Nice. And then when you're done with the rest of the bread, then you eat the bowl. Nice. Yeah. I love bread bowls. And that's yeah. like putting a... I don't want to say it's a twist on a chili in a bread bowl, but it's like yeah. another version of it that sounds yeah. way better than chili in a bread bowl. Yeah. That's, yeah. That sounds really, really good. Yeah. So, 
When you're home, what do you like to go to? Like, what kind of local spots do you like to eat at if you can't get to more of a exotic location? Um, so where I live, it's uh, it's it's two hours away from Chicago. So there's um there's a place there that has Italian beef sandwiches and Chicago style hot dogs, and they're open till four in the morning. So as a comedian, you're up late anyway. Um, I go there pretty often. Um, and then you know just pizza that kind of thing. Yeah. So we were talking beforehand, Chicago style pizza. Yeah. Not really pizza per se that everybody's yeah used to. So yeah. What kind of pizza do you like? Um, so I like thin crust New York style. Okay. That's like my favorite. Yeah. But um, I guess a close second would be Detroit style. I'm from Detroit originally, and uh, uh, have you ever had Detroit style pizza? No. Okay. So it's really interesting. It, it has a, an interesting history. Um, so Detroit Detroit pizza, it's square okay. or rectangular, but um, you know it's it's it has corners, right? Usually it's I think it's six pieces usually, um, but it's made um, in a sort of a deep dish pan, and the pan is actually the pan that they use like on the the factory, like on the lines in the in the auto uh, factories. So the pan was used for like when they'd have like nuts and bolts for the cars and they just have them in the pan. So like when you're working under the car, you know, put the car together, you take the nuts and you put them on, right? So those pans, they, they decided, I guess the people that worked in the factories, um, like if you get injured or something and you were a union, you still worked. So you still had to go in. So to make some extra money, you'd like make pizza or whatever. That's what my grandfather did. And um, so they had those pans already, so they just put the pizza dough in the pan and bake it like that. And so that's why the pan and the pizza is shaped like that. So <laughs> it's um, uh, before they put the, the pizza in the pan to keep it from sticking, they butter it. So the crust is all buttery and crisp, and the corners are amazing. And then um, so it's thicker. It's not quite like Chicago thick, but it's like an inch thick. And then... Um, they put the cheese on and they put the sauce on top. So the sauce kind of gets that, it gets cooked. It has a little extra texture, a little extra flavor. Okay. Is there toppings on top of that or is it just cheese and uh, sauce? I mean, if you want, if you want toppings, but usually I think it's cheese, then the toppings, then the sauce. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. That's different than what we usually have with sauce and then cheese. Yeah. Especially like New York style where it's just mostly just thin thin layer of sauce and cheese what's odd about it is that detroit uh we have exported our pizza all over the place because little caesar's domino's jet's pizza happy's pizza uh there's another hungry howie's like we export those like all over the country and all over north america but at none of those can you get detroit style pizza no no because it is square yeah excuse me um so if you're in new york what do you like on your pizza um, I've never had New York style pizza in New York. Usually, I just I like cheese pizza. Okay, just straight up cheese. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm not against that too. Like, there's something to be said about just a cheese slice where it's just cheese sauce dough. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I don't eat pork, so it's sausage is kind of hard for me. Okay. You know, like yeah. pepperoni, you never know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's true. But that's the nice thing about Calgary. All the pizza places are halal, or at least the ones that I've been to. So you know, you can eat the pepperoni. Yeah, that's true. There yeah. are a lot of halal places around, which yeah. is, which is nice. Um, so, do you like? Would you put pineapple on your pizza? It's a topic that has to come up. Yeah, yeah, pizza. yeah. Uh, well, my wife's from Hawaii, and yes. that's like sacrilege there. 
Yeah. So even if I liked it, I could never get it. <laughs> but no, I don't put sauce on my pizza. No. Okay. no. Um, or a pepperoni. What, it, no, pineapple. No, pineapple. Pineapple. I don't put pineapple on my pizza. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, some people love it. Some people hate it. Yeah. Some people just don't want to talk. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so do you have any late night foods that you want to have all the time? Like is there a go-to late night food that you like? Uh, well, since I've been in Calgary, I've been getting shawarma every night. Yeah. Um, that's really nice that you can get it that late at night. Um, in the U.S., late at night, honestly, I get White Castle. Yeah. Yeah, that place is open 24 hours, and I grew up with it. So So what makes White Castle such a good place? Like, what makes their burger so good? Um, well, they're, they're, they're made, like, uh, it's kind of unique. Do you know how they're made? No, because I've okay. never had White Castle. Okay. In- so what they do is they um, they have these chipped onions, um, like, you know, chipped, yeah, you yeah. Know, chipped, okay, so it's chipped onions and water, and then they put the burger on top, and then the bottom bun, then the top bun, and then they put a towel over the whole thing, hmm. and so it steams the burgers instead of grilling them. Oh, okay. And so they have, they have like, a really soft texture, like it's a just, super soft texture. Yeah, and they're just, like, small, too, aren't they? Very small, yeah. yeah. That's, that's interesting, I I, I didn't know that, so it would be, like, with the bun and everything, too, like, all steamed. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, it must make yeah, it Yeah, so they're soft. very soft, yeah. 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 So, so, do they put anything on them, like ketchup, mustard, or anything like that? Or Usually they like, come with pickle, and okay. then um, mustard. If you want ketchup, they'll give you ketchup to put them on. Are you a ketchup fan? No, on those, just mustard, really, or sometimes hot sauce. Okay. Yeah. What about like other times, like if you're having a hot dog, or is that just like... Oh, you don't put ketchup on hot dogs. No? I'm not a communist. Oh, maybe <laughs> I am. <laughs> I like ketchup on everything, so... Yeah. Um, I, I guess that a lot of people don't like ketchup. Yeah. So. You, uh, we were talking about White Castle. Uh, I was telling you the story earlier. Um, uh, I used to really like White Castle like more than my friends, so one of my friends bet me that I couldn't eat White Castle every day for 30 days. So every day for 30 days, I went and got a, a 10 sack of White Castle, I ate 10 White Castle hamburgers in front of him for every day for 30 days. And at the end of that 30 days, I won the bet. And so he gave me my $5. <laughs> and then just as a matter of principle, I went back for another additional 10 days and ate White Castle in front of him just to prove the point. So did he pay for the burgers on the bet? I paid. Oh, okay. I, I came out way behind, but it's, it's a matter of principle. You yes. don't tell me I can't eat White Castle. Every day for 30 days. Yes, yeah, so and when it comes to a matter of principle, you have to do it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's, that's too good. I tweeted about that, and White Castle saw it, and they were, they were really happy about it. And, and uh, they asked for my address, and they sent me uh, a swag bag with, um, you know, uh, it was a coffee mug and a T-shirt and a hat and a pair of sunglasses and a bunch of, uh, a bunch of coupons. So shout out to White Castle for that. <laughs> Hey everyone, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I'm just going to take a quick time out to bring you a quick uh, message from our sponsors. You want to save money and paper? Go digital with ATB's new digital no-fee all-in bank account. Say goodbye to paper statements and say hello to easier everyday banking. You'll also earn interest on higher balances. Visit atb.com to sign up today and start making your bank work for you. And back to the episode, and enjoy the rest of it. So we were talking earlier, and you brought up, like, um, creamy chicken with dumplings on top. Yeah, yeah. How you haven't had it in a while. Yeah. Um, I, I like the term nostalgia eating. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just stuff that brings up good memories from when you were younger. Do you have any other things that you used to have when you were younger that really bring back good memories and a big smile to your face? Or Yeah, uh, my mom wasn't really a good cook at all. Okay. Her chicken and dumplings were all right, but otherwise she was, she was not a very good cook. And my dad um, didn't want her wasting her time cooking. He would rather just like, go out to a restaurant okay. and spend time. So we went to restaurants like every day when I was a kid. Um, uh, my dad, he was a professional horse gambler, so he only worked at night, like at the, at the racetrack. So he'd pick me up, you know, he'd take me to school. And before school every day, we'd stop at this restaurant in Detroit called Bray's. It was a hamburger place. And so I'd have my breakfast at Bray's, and I'd go to school. He'd pick me up from school. We'd go back to Bray's and hang out there until it was time to go to the track. And then we'd go to the track, and then after the track, we'd go back to Bray's. So I was eating Bray's like two, three times a day. <laughs> and the place is still there. Um, and it's, uh, have you have you seen a White Castle? Do you know what it looks like? It's I know like, what it like looks like. It's like a box, like. and it's white. Yeah, and it has like, almost like curds on yeah. side. So this place was shaped like the same way. There's a lot of the burger places in Detroit are shaped the same way. So it's it's like a, a it's a white box. It's on the corner of Nine Mile and DeQuinder. It's still there. And it has a donkey on the top of it. That's why they call it a braise. <laughs> and it's right by the horse track there. So I think, you know, it's it's supposed to kind of be a play on that. And then um, every year at uh, on April Fool's Day, nobody knows who, who, who does it, but um, they climb up a ladder and they, they tie a bright red nutsack on a donkey. <laughs> and so if you're ever in, uh, in Detroit on April Fool's Day, make sure you go see the, the nutsack on the donkey. <laughs> nice. I, I worked at a place, like almost like you're describing, and it would be odd to see somebody in there two or three times a day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And yeah. I think those places are really special. Um, just the community they build and the relationship you build with whether it's a waitress and a customer. Mm-hmm. And I really like those type of places. You can walk into those, like so many of them today, and you see everybody just so happy. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, there's usually not bad meals there, and everybody's just enjoying it. So yeah. those, those places are just so special. Yeah. Like, just not... Yeah. chain restaurants anymore right. so it's for me my dad died when I was 10 and so um, after that I never went to that restaurant again until it was time to get headshots for my stand up comedy um, I figured what better place to get a headshot than to sit in the same stool where my dad sat Yeah. and so if you ever see my headshot it's it's a picture of me just sitting in that same stool that's pretty and awesome that was, some, that was some nostalgia for me yeah yeah. I, I think um a lot of good eating is, like I said, nostalgia, but it's also the people you're with. Right. Um, you obviously like eating with your wife a lot. You go mm-hmm. out a lot. Um, is there? Do you ever think that she's making a bad choice on a restaurant, or do you just go wherever she recommends and hope for the best? Um, we have very similar tastes in restaurants. She's Japanese. She likes Japanese food more than I do, but otherwise, like, it's... Uh, it's mutual. It seems like we crave the same thing at the same time all the time. Okay. You know? Nice. Nice. So you haven't been led astray by her? and. Well, sometimes we'll go to a place and it's disappointing, but it's disappointing for both of us. Yeah, you know? I guess. There's, I, I, there are, I guess there are a couple restaurants that she likes that I don't like or that I like that she doesn't like. So when one of us is on the road and the other one's home, you're like, okay, well, 
I'm going to be on the road, so you make sure to, to go and get your Japanese food every day. Yeah. And, like, when she's on the road, I'll, I'll go get White Castle, because she doesn't like it as much as I do. That that was going to be my next question. <laughs> if she liked White Castle or not. She likes it, just the, she likes the vegetarian burger. Yeah. She has a hard time with the regular burgers. It's an acquired taste. Oh, okay. So, you're living in the States, you've been to Canada, you've been to Canada lots. Yeah. Is there a Canadian food that you crave every time you come up here, or...? Anything like that? Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons? We have it in Detroit, um, but we don't have it in Indiana. So I can't get it on a regular basis because uh, I live in Indiana. When I'm in Detroit, I, I always get Tim Hortons. And then when I'm here, every chance I get, um, the coffee is just amazing. Yeah? You get anything else? Is there like the maple glazed donut that you have to have? or I don't really eat sugar too much. No? No. Just, just the coffee? Yeah. Now, do you get the Canadian double-double or just, as you don't like sugar, just... Yeah, it's uh, just with two creams, extra large two creams. Nice. So you were away, you were in the States, Tim Hortons went through a radical change Mm -hmm. where they changed their cup sizes, and the extra large was now bigger. Mm -hmm. Did that throw you off when you came back and had another extra large, or was it a pleasant surprise? I didn't notice it until you said it, but yeah, you're right, it is, they are bigger here now. Yeah. Because I remember before, in the U.S., they were always this big. In oh, Canada, man. they were smaller. I wonder if that's why they changed them. Could be. Interesting. Could be. And isn't Tim Hortons owned by Burger King now? Burger King, yeah. So they probably wanted it to be streamlined. Yeah. Huh. That makes sense. Look at us getting to the bottom of the world's <laughs> problems of... So do you have, like, do you have anything else that's distinctly Canadian? Like, I know that all dressed chips are Canadian or... M&M's, or not M&M's, but Smarties, which are similar yeah. to M&M's. Oh, there is, uh, I, don't, I don't really eat sugar, but I, I realize every time I come here, I get a Mr. Big bar. Oh, man. I like those. Interesting. I don't know why. I don't know why I like them so much, but yeah, every time I, I, I end up craving a Mr. Big bar. Hmm. And then uh, poutine, I don't really eat here. I make it at home, okay. but it's fantastic. I, I love poutine, but I make it at home. I like mine better than any that I've gotten anywhere else. So what do you do with your poutine at home? How do you make it that's better than anywhere else? Well, it's... I like it better. I'm not saying it is better. I, I Americanize it. I use shredded cheddar cheese. Okay. It melts more smoothly. I realize it's supposed to be the curds, but yeah. it's hard to get curds. Yeah. It can be hard to get curds just at the grocery store. So shredded uh, shredded American... Or not American. Shredded uh, cheddar cheese. Nice. Sharp cheddar cheese. I like it that way. See, I'm not a huge curd fan, so I use shredded mozzarella cheese. Yeah. I like the way it pulls apart. Yeah. 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 So is there anything else that you cook at home? Like, do you cook a lot, or...? Yeah, we cook all the time. Um, Well, I mean, not so much lately. When we're both on the road so much, it's it's hard to cook, but... um, My wife got, like, really into cooking these, uh, like, ethnic foods. Uh, Like, on our honeymoon, I I was telling you about um, South Africa, we took a Cape Malay cooking class. Um, this woman just in her house uh, would teach cooking classes and we figured we were there so we might as well take one so we learned how to make uh, samosas and some of the curries that they make there um, okay and then uh, my wife really got into like cookbooks and all that so we've got probably three or four hundred cookbooks jeez that's quite a collection yeah and then she would um, she started going on the internet on, on Pinterest when Pinterest first started and uh, pinning different recipes, like the pictures of like different regional foods, and she had them broken down by regions in the world. And I guess the um, 
the West African cooking board got that got Pinterest in, uh, interest uh, when they you know the people that run it when they're starting. So, so yeah, my my wife was um, she uh, she would pin her recipes based on the region and um, like the region of the world and uh, her West African cooking board apparently got Pinterest's attention. So when you sign up for Pinterest there's like a pool of like 50 or 60 different people that you'll be automatically assigned like 10 of, right? Does that make sense? So yeah. like you sign up automatically, you're following like 10 different people, oh, yeah. 10 different boards. And it comes from like a pool of like 50 or 60 different boards. And so my wife was one of those, hmm. um, very early on. So we have, she has four and a half million followers on Pinterest, like number 25 in the world. Impressive. And so, yeah. So companies would pay us to pin stuff for them. And that's what I kind of did for a living. Cool. A few years ago. So, you obviously go to see a lot of food. I love looking at pictures of food. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's ridiculous how much time I'll spend sometimes just <laughs> type in something. Like, it doesn't matter if it's like, like today, Rody, type in Rody and just look at all the different pictures and all yeah. the different. There's so many good pictures out there, but then following the recipes for them too. Yeah. Like four hundred cookbooks, you said. That's yeah. That's a lot. Like that's yeah. a, how big is your book? Like that must take a lot of space. Like we um, we bought a, a an old like sort of historic house. It has like yeah. the little historic association plaque, um, and it has built-in bookcases, like nice. a bunch of them. And so we had enough books to fill the bookcases. <laughs> nice. The living room has like a bookcase that runs like the entire. Uh, width of the room so so how do you have them sorted uh she did the sorting it's by region nice nice so like indian like you know all the different regions of india italy she's got everything yeah i have a love for old cookbooks i haven't bought any in a while but yard sales and stuff yeah pick up that classic one or something yeah now they're just all in my basement yeah. i have a couple of them but yeah is there any cookbook that you just pick up all the time? Is there one that just really stands out? No, usually what happens is if, if she wants something made, she'll either make it herself or she'll pick out the recipe. I don't really use the cookbook so much. I usually just go online. Yeah. But um, I think she looks at the cookbooks for inspiration, and if their recipe doesn't look as good, she'll find one online. Yeah, that's what I like. Like Going back, I look at pictures and... A lot of inspiration there. That's yeah. what I like to do. Get yeah. the inspiration from the picture and then yeah. make it from there. So yeah. so is your wife a good cook as well? Yeah, she's pretty good. Nice, nice. That, yeah. that must be really nice. Not saying that my wife is. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, she has a, a food blog. Um, she hasn't updated in a while. She's very busy as a professor, but... Um, she, um, she would... She'd make a lot of things, like, for pictures. And so it... Um, she'd make like really sort of exotic things whereas when I cook it's like diner food oh, okay. and like even if I'm making something ethnic it'll be diner style you know nice nice. I I, I like the diner style food too there's, yeah. there's always a place for both yeah. yeah and you know you can be in the mood for either or and they yeah. both turn out awesome yeah I, I enjoy the diner food yeah so. Um, but that's winding down to pretty much our time. Okay. So I want to thank you again. Thanks for taking me out for a great lunch. It was oh. amazing. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. And I will be going back there. Um, is there anything you'd like to, uh, promote on, 
on the podcast, social media, where can people find you, shows coming up? Sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've got one more show tonight in Calgary, um, and then uh, hopefully I'll be back. Um, I'm in, uh, yeah, I'm in Cleveland next week. Uh, if you want to find me on social media, it's uh, at TJ Wary, W-H-A-R-R-Y, um, and that's on all social media. You can find me there. Nice. Nice. Um, again, thanks for the awesome interview. Thanks for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you very much. Take care.